Hello, hello. Welcome to Ami Tuckered Out. I am your host, Ami Tucker Rahul, and I am with my producer, Nazar. Hey, that's me. That is you. Welcome. <laughs> uh, so, how are you doing? Uh, it, I'm doing all right. It was a really big weekend for us here. I can say that, right? Yeah, we, definitely. I'm still recovering from it was the four days. Four days of DFW SAF, which is the DFW South Asian Film Festival, uh, basically put together by our co-host Jithin. Yay! He, he does this every year for this is the fourth year. It was four days of really interesting programming that we don't get much in the South Asian community. Yeah, so I think the important thing about this festival that I wanted to share was that, you know, he gets all these films that explore issues that affect South Asians, you know, not only here, but kind of all over the world. Yeah. And I think it's a very unique festival in that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, And there was arts programming, Mm -hmm. kids programming. Yeah, we had kids programming one day, which was fun for us to just look out and see kids in the audience. We had that film that we showed, I think, on the fourth day. Uh, there was a film called Duh, which was D-H-H. That was really special. Uh, we had LGBTQ programming for pretty much all day uh, Saturday, which is our third day. Yep. Yeah, that was really cool. We had uh, five short films that okay. were all put together by uh, directors, uh, most of them who were in attendance and that we did Q&As with. And then uh, basically our closing night film, our closing film for Saturday was a really great documentary by Arshad Khan. Uh, who was there for uh, the Q&A the whole weekend. Really awesome guy, a documentary about his father and uh, him as a gay man and, and kind of this struggle between him and his family that um, and how it kind of resolves itself nice. after many years. Really special movie. And then I think this year, um, Jitin had added the Indo-European programming. It was the first year we had European, uh, the, this European take on South Asians living there. That's super cool. Uh, we had one short film, which was La Luna Fale. Yeah. Um, that was a really fun short film, and the um, main film for that block was Babylon Sisters. Really special about kind of this small village, a small community in Italy, and uh, and South Asians and how they kind of all get together and help each other. Nice. So you know, I wasn't able to attend the whole weekend because my four year old got the flu. <laughs> I know it was no bueno. No. Um, so I have to ask you, what was your favorite film of the whole fest? Yeah. If you had to pick one, I'm sure there was a ton of... Yeah, no, I had... uh, A lot of the programming was, I think, top-notch. Yeah. Uh, Jitin and uh, the people that worked with him, Ambika, that curated everything. We had our first night, a really special movie called What Will People Say? Or in Hindi or in Urdu, you you say it as basically Lokya Kenge, which which means the same thing. And it's kind of just like, you can't do what you want to do all the time because you're always worried about outsiders' perspective Which on it. Which is a it. very South Asian thing. Yes, very South Asian thing. And that was a really special movie about a um, Pakistani family that lives in Norway and their teenage daughter kind of gets caught by the dad with her boyfriend, Norwegian boyfriend, and who kind of um, sends her away to her family in Pakistan, like aunts and aunts, yeah. and it's just one of those... Yeah, no, just, I was there uh, for that. That really got to me. Yeah, was, that's uh, an emotional movie. Very emotional movie, but very yeah. well told. Very well very well acted. Yeah. Uh, the whole weekend, I mean, this was top-notch programming and films that we had. Um, our closing, like, centerpiece film on the last day of the festival was uh, a film called Chumbuk, which was so special. I, I, can't, I can't wait till it's available for people to watch one day. But Chumbuk, definitely check it out. Um, beautiful, well acted with child actors, and um, yeah, I th- I, that's that's Very it. Nice. I mean, it was all totally worth it. I can't wait to see what uh, Jitin puts together next year. Yeah, and you know, and this is all because of him. He makes yep. this happen, and um, he's he's pushing the envelope yeah. this year, especially. You can tell 
especially with things like the Indo-European stories and the LGBTQ, we're not getting those perspectives in other festivals or anywhere else. This was really cool. And and you'll hear not even in places like New York. Yeah. Uh, we had the chance to interview audience members, yeah. uh, two of our good friends, Anir Bon and Anar, mm-hmm. who have been supporters of the festival from day one. Yeah. We also get to interview uh, actor and writer Sean Parikh. And let me mention, you were gonna, <laughs> you're going to hear uh, loud music maybe in the background. It's not going to interfere. Club music. Yeah. You can hear clinking glasses. People were, this was after the after party. We're all just kinda enjoying relaxed. the weekend. Yeah. And, and this just is after done with the official interviews, and we just wanted to do something different and fun. Yeah, no, it was um, definitely a yeah, lot of fun. and, and uh, be able to pour a glass of wine to our for our guests yeah. before they talk. So, yeah, excuse us if we have a little too much fun on this one. Yeah, and we end with our uh, just a small talk with uh, Priyanka Bose, which yes, some of you might know talk. or might not know, but she was she played Dev Patel's mother in uh, the 2016 film Lion, the biological mother, not uh, not Nicole Kidman. But um, no, but she was great. She actually had her own film in the LGBTQ block this uh, this year, which was really special. It was called Devi, which means goddess. Um, and so they'll talk a little bit about their project. So really looking forward to having you guys hear that talk. So stay tuned. We'll be back with Anar and Bon, followed by uh, Sean Parikh, and then ending with Priyanka Bose. Thanks, guys. So I'm with Anar Shah in Ghosh, day four of a DFW SAF. Yep, last day. Um, the last day, yep. last day, four, four, yep. four years, uh, four days. Yep. And just want to ask you guys thoughts. How was the four days? It was, so this is my first film festival. And I have to say it was, it for me, it was great because they hit on every topic and topics that most South Asians don't discuss all the time, whether it's LGBT, whether it's mental illness, whether, you know, it's topics that, we don't usually talk about in our society. But you live in New York. I do live in do New York. Do you not see that stuff there? Well, obviously. In terms of films and in terms of entertainment. You're right, but I've never been to a festival like this. that actually focused on these sort of causes and and situations that we don't normally talk about on yeah. a day-to-day basis. In South Asian right, in culture, so, in, yeah. Especially in South Asians, you know. And what was very interesting is that a lot of these films aren't shown in India. Yeah. Because they wouldn't be successful in India. Yeah. And they're shown here or Europe or other places, and people love them. So I've actually been coming to this festival for four years. Yeah, since the start. From, from New York, and being in New York, you actually don't get some of the content. I've seen the maturation of the content, and I was glued to the screen. Yeah. You know, the, the content is very compelling. It's very topical, hitting on everything that, you know, a lot of us in first generation, second generation, third generation could relate to. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I, you know, I'm ex- pretty excited, uh, you know, about the festival. And that's why I keep coming back. So yeah. I guess, you know, what I'm surprised by is that why wouldn't this kind of subject matter and topics be first kind of coming into New York, the New York scene versus Dallas? Is it because of Jithin? <laughs> I mean, I would I mean, probably it has to be, right? say you have to have right? an advocate. Of, I mean, even though there's... There's organizations, you know, yeah. whether it's Sucky dealing with, you know, battered women yeah. or there's organizations, but there's not a film sort of organization that does this the way Jethan does it. Yeah. So I think that makes a difference. You've been here, Gosh, four years in a row. What's the difference this year? I, I think the, the, the quality of the content as far as the topics have gotten 
much deeper. Okay. So it's it's you know very very uh, compelling, uh, as well as it's ex- expanded. This is the fourth year. This is the first time it's been four days. Yeah. yeah. So the Thursday night uh, premiere was uh, was sold out. Yeah, yeah it was sold which out. is uh, amazing. Yeah. Right. And uh, and I think he's he's also had what I think like ten we've, premieres. We've had to, yeah, nearly. We've had several uh, international premieres. Absolutely. We had several uh, U.S. premieres, Dallas premieres, Texas mm-hmm. premieres. It's um, I think this is the the boldest that they've been with programming, and it's. It all goes to credit for the relationships and connections that mm-hmm. Jitin and Ambika and the people behind the fest are able to make and cultivate right. over the years that allows for something like that. I think so that's I really guess special. my question, it's amazing. All yeah. of it's amazing. But how does this become bigger? Like, it's, it's a good festival. I mean, he had 1,500 people here. Like, and it's been like that every, which is great. How do, how do you expand this? I brought a lot of non-Indians. Yeah. You did these, yes, yes and, I did. and and many many people don't do that. Yeah, and they get scared too, I think, or just get nervous. Well, too, when or... you bring diversity into the mix again, uh, and the and the festival obviously promotes mm-hmm. diversity, but you know it's it's funny because I invited three non-Indian people and they on Thursday night and they loved it so much. Yeah, that yeah. they told their friends to come on Saturday to watch a boo, and. It, it, that's how it goes yeah. beyond the Indian yeah. sort of South Asian, you know, connection. Yeah. And so I think that's where you need to start. And then also raising money beyond, you know, South Asian funding that normally yeah, happens. But when you, when you see these topics, these resonate across, across ethnic world. boundaries, mm-hmm. right? When yeah. you're talking about, you know, male, female, LBGT, you know, yeah. uh, father... <laughs> Father, uh, son. Daughter, son. father, son, whatever. I yeah. mean, these these are it, things that anybody could relate exactly. to. It's in showing that these are all the universal themes mm. that affect, no matter what race or culture, it affects you in some way. And when someone as an outsider to South Asian cultures can see that, it suddenly removes those 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 blinds, and you're like, oh, the problems are very much right. my problems. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, think- was there any films you guys this year felt was like? Like your film, or you're like, holy god, like that really got to me. I have to tell you, the first film on Thursday night got to okay. me. This Why? woman that okay, so growing up in the United States, uh, even though my parents are now very liberal, but initially they weren't. So when the first boy would call my house, the reaction that the father had in the first film, which was called the actual film, no, was the, what will people say? What will people say? What will people say? Oh, so yeah, 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 when. We played What Will People Say and the father's reaction when he found her with a white male and his reaction. That happened when the first boy called my apartment and my dad lost his marbles and started yelling at me. It was like, why is he calling this house? Like, But thankfully, he grew with, you know, society. But there are people that don't. And we'd have to sneak out to go out to parties or whatever. And... It's just, it's different now, right? Yeah. Like now, generations after my parents, they communicate with their kids and they have conversations, but I watched that movie and it reminded me yeah, of me when too. I grew up. Yeah. So it hit home. I thought I ever had a boy in my apart, in my bedroom because <laughs> uh-huh. I didn't Mom, know what I listening. was until I was yeah. about 22. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mom, I, what I, about you? I what actually uh, loved uh, the Saturday Night Centerpiece film, Abu. Abu was a brilliant film. Film, brilliant film. Uh, the filmmaker who was here with us to even do a Q and A, Arshad. Uh, it was a beautiful film about. It was basically a documentary about his father. Yeah. And about their history of moving from India to Pakistan, Pakistan from him to Canada to basically into the West, 
and uh, all the struggles he had to deal with as coming to terms with his homosexuality. And when you talk about universal themes, there's something where there's always a passion that you have that your parents won't understand that is uh, special to you. And this cap this captured it perfectly. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and again, son, father, whether it be homosexuality or any other Whatever topic. Yeah. And, and, you know, you said it was a documentary. So, so he had home videos. Yeah. He had, you know, very selected Bollywood clips. Yeah. And he had original content. But it didn't feel like a documentary. It yeah. felt like a narrative. It felt like a story. It felt like a film. Story. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it could have been a film. Yeah. actually, yeah. he called, it was. It's like all the stops. You've got a mix of animation. You talked about having yeah. home video clips. They, they in the film, he he mentions how his family was the first of this community to have a VHS recorder, and it is evidence in the movie where he has reams of home video that um, that I wish I had from I when I was I a kid. Too. I think I did. And uh, for every point that he's making there is a clip of them him and his fa- him and his sisters dancing mm-hmm. to like uh really to music in the house when the parents weren't home. It it was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for uh, uh DFW Saf year 5. Ooh. What would you guys like to see? So first of all, so I didn't I didn't know about the term cinephile. So I learned about the term cinephile. It was also equally amazing to to interact with not only the filmmakers, um, but also the people that you know the frequent, patrons, right? Yeah. You know, I met someone who had perfect perfect attendance. She said she attended every single film uh, for the all four days, right? So I, I think when you're talking about you know taking the extra step, um, it might be interesting to kind of maybe mix in some filmmaker workshops. Mm. Or something, because I think idea. I think the engagement is is pretty high in yeah. North Texas, yeah. and I think the outlet hasn't been there until uh, DFW staff. Yeah. So to there's maybe other ways to engage rather than you know having, show. having a show. Yeah. You know, um, I would. So what was interesting about Abu, and and this question was asked during the Q and A. It was about a gay man and his father, and and someone asked the question was okay. How do you feel about your religion now? How do you feel about being a Muslim today? Do you? How do you feel about any well, organized well, religion? Let's right? not parse word. The question was, how do you feel like organized religion? Organized religion. So I would like to see, you know, a bit of education on the the Muslim culture and how it's not this like faux pas. It's not a terrorist sort of religion. I would like to see more of educating people on it's a it's a religion it's not a so would you like to see it through kind of storytelling or like through the documentary kind of like telling you how either way but educating people to understand that it is it is not all you know terrorists yeah it's uh sad and scary that this many years after the muslim faith has been in kind of american culture that we're still struggling with this Right. 17 years after something as terrible as, as September the 11th. And we're, there's still no solution to no. it. And all it comes down to is having films, having stories, having people's voices out there, talking about how, when we just hit at this, uh, about all the things that are universal and relatable to people of no matter what right. culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what does a turban mean? Yeah. No it's, one as knows, simple as right? That, yeah. As simple as that, but just yeah. a little bit of education. Because what I notice about... The first film on Thursday in Love and Shukla and uh, Abu is my friends that are not Indian. We're like, wait a second, you guys, they, they were educated. Yeah. Hmm. 
a little bit about yeah. how, what poverty means in India, what it means to be a gay in the yeah, in our religion. All stuff. So more education yeah. around that just means people are not as uh, ignorant. Which yeah. I think in general people need not not just non-Indians or non-South Asians, just in general because right. yeah. I think even South Asians don't even know. I agree. The differences. One hundred percent. Bon and Anar, I love you. Love you guys. Love you. why I actually really wanted to talk to you are you my people in cool. a way because you are born and raised here born and raised in Plano Texas yeah, yeah Plano are. Texas he, yeah. he has really good teeth thanks for Plano are you trying to say something about no, Plano no I'm just saying I in, live general. in general I know no okay. you have good We're teeth a, too no one's gonna see you <laughs> for sure um We're in a podcast. and of course you've done the Mindy Project yes and, and you've done the short here yep I think and, and I want to first talk about a mm-hmm How's it been here? I grew up here. I did college at UTD here. I did theater in town, but it's my first time like coming back as a like a filmmaker. So right. it was like really cool hometown experience. Yeah. But my movie's about home and yeah. it's a call. It's about like returning home and kind of being a stranger in your own place that you used to call home and how yeah. every time I do come back to Dallas, it's kind of gets stranger and stranger because your yeah. parents start looking older they start looking less invincible yeah. they the house looks a little different you look you feel weird the dysfunction exactly. start coming out even more it's like oh we're all different now yeah. exactly what made your i assume you live in la mm-hmm. what made me go a, there? yeah what made it was a big go move yeah big move yeah, i moved 10 years like, you know ago what? hey let's go to la and become an actor well luckily i was 23 and i don't think about anything yes. at that point so yeah. now that i'm 10 years later it's like wow i can't imagine myself picking up and moving on a whim to go be an actor yeah. i'm glad i did it I've, I've been very very blessed there i've been very lucky i still want that hustle but doing it back then i think being 23 and not having too many responsibilities right out of college it's like all right i'll do it so i gotta ask personally yes for people that want to go do that yeah yeah what is the scariest thing you went through the scariest thing is just like really running out of your savings. Like yeah. honestly, it's it's like wow. The, the dream can only be sustained for so long. Sure, before you're like. Were you a typical like I'm a waiter? Wait, I had a I had a job or... like I was working online, like writing some articles here and there, making some money, and then for some reason, like I spent more than I was earning. Yeah. But you do with rent, and sure. it was scary. Um, that's probably the scariest part, and. When I moved there, that was actually my first time li- living outside my parents' home. Even in college, I lived at home. So, so how did they feel? Uh, it was, yeah. again, I'm I mean, Indian. They're Indian. We're yeah. Indian. Like, yeah. it's it's weird to go. It's very rare. You're like, hey, mom and dad, peace. I'm going to L.A. Yes. Well, well, were they were they supportive of you? Or I mean, was there a, a certain leash around. that they that they just couldn't let you and it was you having to force that. I had to force this. Like I even in college, I got a, I got two degrees. I got one in law and then one yeah. in theater just because... Yep. I have to be a good Indian boy. Like it's not a th- <laughs> it's, that's it's not a, a to- thing it's to a do. Story. It's a typical story. Yeah. You can't yes. go just get a theater degree as an Indian yeah. boy. Yeah. You have yeah. to have Especially, something that you yeah. are willing to be say. This is how I'm monetizing this idea for mine. sure. Yeah. yeah, and so I think when I moved out there, it was kind of like, what's going on? They've seen my plays. They saw me grow up with all that, all of that. But then once I was living there and like trying to like navigate Hollywood yeah. really naively at 23, it was like, oh. I don't know when they're going to jump. They're not going to jump on board until they actually see something of right. me on TV. Legit, and yeah. Luckily, it happened. Luckily, I gave myself like a three-year plan and yeah. it happened somehow. Then what? What's the plan I got outsourced. 
Okay. Uh, nice. Luckily, I got the pilot of outsourced, and for I some remember. reason, that line somehow yep. was on every. I've seen it. Yeah, it was on yeah. every yeah. commercial for the show, and for some reason, that fate aligned, and that that line kind of like launched me into bigger agents, yeah, better auditions, all that kind of stuff. So it was just. Okay, say that line in. No, happen. I can't and, and do it. It's, it's about no, grits. It's about grits. Say, say, when, say no, you went no, back no, to your no, parents' no, house. No. What would you been doing right now? Man, law? It's so weird. No, I don't think I would have ever done law. No. I think I would still be doing theater in Dallas for sure. I think as like the day job, I would be working mm. somehow in some sort of yeah. financy thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, it makes sense. Mail, mail escort. I'm just putting yeah, it sure. <laughs> I, yeah. So, so this project here, how'd you get yes. involved? Uh, for DFWSAF, yeah. um, I have been producing for the past two years, producing and writing my own stuff. And Jithin and I had connected somehow through Facebook, and I saw how great he is with PR and festivals and promoting South Asian talent, which I'm like, it's so rare to see that. Like, it's it's happening slowly, and even in Hollywood, it's just rare to see, like, South Asians supporting each other uh-huh. in Hollywood. It's we really don't, we, interesting. We don't do that. We don't do it. It's really, really interesting. <laughs> I swear to God, we have issues. We don't, do. Don't we? we always. I, I, our, don't you guys don't think? Don't you guys think so? Like, we're, yeah, we're working Asians. through it one filmmaker at a time. I think so. And, and, it, and it's really it takes um, that exposure in pop culture. Uh, whenever you see us on TV, South Asians on TV, you're kind of opening up the the blinds a little bit to being yeah. like, this is okay. You're okay. However, then, we are overcritical, and that happens too. Yeah. Like once outsourced totally. was on, it was yeah. like mm-hmm. I don't know many Indians that were like, "Yay!" Yeah, seeing this created again, it's not something we normally do. Is yeah. be on TV. Oh, is that, is that normal? I think is it because they're seeing it as oh, that's that's a, a brown representation, but it's the Westernification, it's the Americanization okay. of that look. Yeah, maybe, sure. but they love it because they. I mean, they everyone love- around the world, including India. Depends on the Western entertainment world. Sure. And I mean, Bollywood, of course. Bollywood's different, and then there's Hollywood. I don't think they know about Indian American But don't Indian you think Bollywood American is... And I love Bollywood. I do, I too. And in any any kind of negative or demeaning way, but yeah. there, there is a it's, huge influence, right? Oh, for sure. Bollywood's amazing, and it's, and it's escapist, and that's what our parents are used to, and that's what a lot of Indians growing up in America are used to, so I think... When you see something that's not Bollywood about Indians, yeah. it's kind of awkward. It's like, it, yeah, and then right? even when Priyanka's on Quantico, it's still like, well, we don't want to see her doing this. We want her back on Bollywood. It's, it's yeah. awkward for Indians. It's they awkward. Don't, they don't accept it. Right. You know? I, like, it's, yeah. it's, it's so confusing to me because it's like uh, there is a dichotomy of, of thought when it comes to South Asians' view of other South Asians. Mm-hmm. And there's no pleasing us. And this is kind of something that that's branches true. into everything that we yeah. do. Whether it's uh, family and relationships or mm-hmm. anything, so no, it's oh, really you think cool. it's like I a mean, deep South Asian issue. Is yeah, what you're saying. That's what well, I'm saying. from your point, I mean, you're huh. in it. Like, yeah, you, you are acting and right. trying it out. Like, you are getting your feedback from South Asians. So, how do you feel? The thing is, is like people our generation, which I'm talking, yeah. we're all probably around the same age. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm definitely like 22. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm 22 also still. Um, oh my god! But it's like. I think we all want, we're craving this. Like for my goal as a filmmaker writer is to tell this Indian American story. Sure. No one's really, I mean, Aziza started doing that. Yeah. So who's been your kind of, so, so for me, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll call him out. Calvin has been my first experience. Oh, he's great. And I worked with him for yeah, six yeah. months on ball and chain arrangement. I don't yeah, know yeah. what it's called. Um, <laughs> and, and I feel like these were the guys that were starting. He started. Yeah, I know. He started the trend. And he actually, like, yeah. he had to do all the stereotypes yeah, and you know for what, all Cal of Penn, us. You better come on my show. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I yes. remember, not to boast uh, Cal Penn's work, but I remember seeing him when I was a kid in, like, American 
Jai. Yeah, which was yeah. very CD, small. Yeah. Chai, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, look at them trying to rip off American Pie. But yeah. secretly, I'm like laughing at some of the jokes because it's yeah. exactly what happens you know, in my for, house with my friends. Good for him for being part of it, yeah. right? But I, I, yeah, I remember it was just like that whole wave of like he had to do all the stereotypes for us. Like from... are, are, Now, are you, are you finding that still, even after things like Outsource, are you finally finding a little bit of range? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think after, I think Outsource kind of was like that weird like line it's like we don't we're kind of laughing at indians doing indian accents it's yeah. kind of it didn't work it, it last it only lasted a year i thought it's a great show I'll, I'll, i know everyone on the show they're awesome yeah creators are awesome everyone yeah. but it's still walking that fine line of what's a stereotype what's okay to laugh at yeah and i think once that happened yeah now everyone's like we know indians that live here we want to see that story yeah, yeah. and then the night of came out and mindy came out and then yeah. master of none came out it's like which so you were part successful. of mindy we saw that. i got to do an episode which Amazing. was great yeah was it was that? cool yeah. it was awesome like she's i gotta ask you cool. i'm sorry yeah. i'm such a fan of mindy yeah how is she she's so cool um <laughs> she's she, would she love me <laughs> she's I'm sorry, really I probably like, I, just, I just want to be her best friend she's sorry. so cool to watch work like again just to see someone hustle that yeah. much is just so Amazing. A- yeah. inspirational because yeah. she's like producing writing acting working on the next episode working on jokes at and the no same fear. time and no, no fear, fear. No. she's yeah. got a great team behind her she's yeah. For her to put, get herself on TV as a she's lead like a of a show lead and like, is insane. Yeah. Like, to me, she's beautiful, off. but of course, she's a typical beautiful model. Right, Whatever right. it is, bullshit. Right, she, sure. she made it and... She did it. Ah, she's and that's, that's what I admire. She us. wrote her own stuff. Yeah. You create your own auditions. Like, I think that's probably why in these past two years, I'm like, I would rather write something I know I'm good at. Like, yeah. why not? And why not it be something that I'm writing for myself right. of the life that I know? For yeah. sure. And I've been on tons of auditions. I've had some success, but it's like, why wouldn't I just write something that yeah. I can put myself in? Which is amazing. So I want to talk to you about Bad Indians. Yes. Yes. Are we talking about us or just in general? I mean, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> kind of. You yeah. passed me some more wine. Um, <laughs> How did that come about? Because so, I, I saw the trailer. Yeah. Um, yep. And, uh, it starts yeah. with a condom joke the whole yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. And the condom really joke makes sense. It definitely sets the tone. I love yeah. you, my yeah. husband. So I, I, when The Night Of came out, I decided, I thought it was an amazing show, The yeah. Night Of on HBO. And then so I decided. I mean, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Right? Yeah. Is that right? I think it's definitely it like, one of those where it's like bad situation to worse situation. To worse. And it's diverse. And it's yeah. his yeah. story. And it's the parents' story. It's yeah. this whole layered, yeah. like. Indian, like, Pakistan, South Asians in New York yeah. City, which yeah. I'm like, there's no one's ever done this. It's yeah. so cool. But so when amazing. that came out, I loved it. And so for some reason, I decided to do a spoof on it for four minutes. So we, we called it the day of where he gets trapped in like uh, yeah. Target jail or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. But be, because I shot that and then I found uh, this co-writer, Devanshi Patel, who's she's written on Blackish. She's written on Ground Floor. She's she just sold her own show to CW. So she reached Brilliant. out to me just from seeing that. And we met. One day, for some reason, we both uh, thought about the word bad Indians. Like, it's like, that's us. She's talking about how she's had success, but her parents want her to move back, get married, all that stuff. Yeah. We know, we know this story. So me and her, like, talked one afternoon and we're like, why why don't we make something? She's a great writer. Yeah. I, it was just awesome to work with her. It's funny stuff. So within, like, two months, I was like, I've lived in L.A. eight years. Yeah. I'm like, I can get these people on board. I can get these awesome actors on board. I can get Ravi Kapoor, who I'm like, bow down to forever. He was the first Indian I ever saw on TV. So for him to be on my show was like, what the heck? Yeah. um, He was in it. Karen Sony from Deadpool's in it. I got all these people to be in it. So I was like, 
people are relating to the they're relating to, to that, the material. That, that, yeah. Yes, that. people. Every person I told the name to, they're like, we get it. Indian America again. That's yes. a story like, that needs in, to like, be not told. As a, okay, fine. I'm a bad Amer- Indian dude. Fine. In sure. all ways, but like every in every way, it's story and like being the different. way. Yeah. Growing up in America, we it's love a different being Indian and. We love it, but, but it's like, also don't hard. Think, like it's weird. Like this story shouldn't be new anymore. This is right. just the story now. Like but, this is the way it is. But yeah. no one's telling our story. So That's the ridiculous. thing. Aziz told it with that parents episode. Yeah, that was that one sure. episode that was like. And it's weird poignant. because all of us feel that have felt that way for years, and it, it should be told. It should have been told. Right. Over and over again. Right. 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 And I think like, the namesake even touched on with yeah. your buddy Cal Penn. Yeah. Like that was you, great. Yeah. You hear that, Cal? <laughs> I think the biggest the the hindrance to something like this is fear. Fear on the part of uh, filmmakers mm-hmm. and creatives. Fear on the part of producers and studios. For sure. And fear on the part of the audience because it's like, God forbid, if that project is is shows us in a wrong light, well, that's gonna it's gonna mess with exactly. us and it's yeah. gonna affect us day to day with water cooler talk yeah. exactly we don't want that yeah but that's what i saw i mean that that was the hard part is like I, we saw that with outsourced we saw yeah. that with uh with quantico kind of even though it's still on it's yeah. still like i related to you when i saw the bad bad indian yeah. thing and i was like that it's ballsy that to is... even put a condom joke for an indian yeah. show like that's only the first minute of the show the, yeah the rest of it's really raunchy so what's the plan for the show now what's, what's so now we've on? shot two episodes we are pitching it around town we have people interested we kind of just want to get it on a netflix amazon right. hulu yeah. or we might just shoot the next five ourselves we're, we're toying with the idea of kind of just doing it ourselves because we have more creative control that way yeah, yeah. where can where, if people want to follow either that or even your work where yeah. can they find you we online? have a facebook page for bad indians bad indians tv yeah. But all the news I post about myself is on my website, seanparik.com. Sure. That you can follow the short, Cole, and you can follow Bad Indians. You can follow our next project because yeah. I definitely want to shoot a feature in Dallas. Um, Sean, we love you. I'm Back very excited. You. I'm about glad you all are doing project. this podcast. Thanks. Again, I want to make sure there's way. an Indian American story. Like, yeah. I know a lot there of Indian film about immigrants. And, like, well, it's, we, while we have, we're going to respect and have all the tradition sure. that our yeah. parents are kind of instilling in yep. us and continue to whether we repel it or not right uh we are this this wonderful blend mm-hmm. and uh we're going to carry that forward into our kids but i have one last question yeah to kind of you being in the forefront a lot of uh south asian american uh, filmmakers and creatives mm-hmm. and actors you're kind of an inspiration now for people who will look for your work and see right. your work right now and use you as like a staple uh, and, and like a dream to be like I want to be like Sean one day. That's really cool. Because we look at we look at wow. it now. It's like we love as as like a, a brother, right? right? But people in Canada, people in in India and Pakistan yeah. are going to be looking at you. So it's who want to work in America? So right. I mean, give us give give them a little bit of hope uh, as far as just like advice. I'm um to get here because it's like everyone's got a different story and I say and tell I'd your love, story. Yeah, I mean that's all you can really do is tell your story, tell get your up. truth. Yeah. right. If get you want to write, write. Yeah. This be you have to discipline yourself to actually be creative. It doesn't just come to you. They yeah. can they'll say that a lot of starving artists say it just comes to them. Yeah. You still got to work. Like Mozart, get a camera. Played every day. Like he practiced every day. Yeah. So you get a camera. Sometimes you got to buy equipment and get a ghetto box. Practice. Yeah. I mean nowadays and just interview it's, people in a random media room. Yeah. Well, yeah. even nowadays it it's so easy to put yourself online. I mean. Yeah. It's so uh, different from the way I was growing up. I mean, I wish I had all this access yeah. when I was growing up. But... I didn't even tell you guys when I was growing up. So. <laughs> no, but to even I see, mean, like, I'm still 22. So it was like fun. a tin can. And no, 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 no. <laughs> Somewhere in the 80s. I don't talk about it this time. No, Sean, uh, 
Thank cool. you so much. Thank, you, well, thank you guys. You this are is awesome. The bomb. This is great. Uh, I gotcha. This is I'm Tuckered Out, and we will be right back with our next interview. Uh, thank I you. Bet you're Tuckered Out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We love you. We, I've seen you in many things, and Thank we would you. love to talk to you. So, yeah, I would first like to talk to you about your journey to becoming an actress. I know you have your own production company now. So, how did this whole journey happen? Like, what was your backstory? So, um, my backstory is I grew up in Delhi, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and then I was pretty unclear about where this life is going and. Uh, you know, growing up, I was just like dancing and I was, uh, you know, doing all those things that, you know, good uh, Indian folks get your girls to do. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, and but the education system around me wasn't really like, you know, up to mark for someone like me. Uh, and so I found a solace and, uh, you know, self-expression through the arts and uh, you know whether it was theater amateur theater school theater college and sports yeah and uh, and then my father was wondering when is that going to stop stop yeah and then it didn't because yeah. then the penny dropped and, his, uh, and i broke it to him saying that you know i'm going to actually just like figure my stuff out i know i don't have any contacts but you know, if I believe in myself, I, I wasn't so eloquent then. But, yeah. You know, if I really try hard and if I really like work hard towards it, and I will live up to, you know, some sort of it. But then, you know, to just understand your self worth and blah, blah, blah. And then Bombay, you know, you um, know things, how things work in Bollywood and stuff like that. And then one thing led to another. And, Seriously, like, you know, for my parents to support me emotionally was a little hard because it's like, for them, it was like, uh, oh, the girl has to settle down. And for them, this conventional idea of a settling down person, and especially a girl in a big city, would be, um, you know, someone, you know, who would obviously go the family way. And, yeah, uh, you were that. you were actively breaking that expectation that they had for Constantly. you. Constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And and causing a lot of how did that hurt. how do you deal how do you deal with that though? I didn't. I didn't deal with that at all. Meaning meaning you you said I'm I, shutting the door I'm, to this. I'm I don't shutting, need to deal I'm with shutting that, right that right now. for now. And then they will get it when it's their time. Did, did you have to cut your parents off, like communication wise? No, not communication wise. But just at like all. you don't have any input in my life, please. Yeah, input. I mean, there was input, of course. Like my father, obviously. I mean, it comes from a really beautiful space, beautiful you know, doesn't it? Like you know, and and it's insecure. Yeah. And and especially because they didn't have any knowledge of how things works, and you know, the big bad, uh, you know, the acting world. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. You know, any protective parent. So I, I have to ask yeah. you, was it a big, bad acting role? It, what, what know, people assume, all the cliches actually does exist. Okay. It's just that what are you looking for? Yeah. And then what are you looking for is actually looking for you as well. Like what yeah. you see is seeking you kind of day. And uh, it's like uh, if I'm looking for that kind of adventure, it was, it's always, always um, there. Uh, yeah. you know, always there anywhere. You know, and uh, and if I'm not, and I have to get a little bit more resilient. It's your option. Yeah, it's your option. And then as soon as that happened, and, 
you know, I took a choice of, um, you know, I fell in love and took a choice of having a baby with that love. And and then um, basically I moved into like really committing full-fledgedly into a career, but as an artist, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'm like, I have to give it my all. And- what do you think is there... Uh, now that you have even your production company, is there one story that you've been wanting to tell since you were young? Uh, or are there new stories that every every day when you talk to people, no. you're like, that is something that yeah, there, I can lend myself to? There are to. so many stories. The thing is, the first personal story I had to uh, break my silence of sexual violence, hmm. which I had the privilege of doing through Avaya play. I don't know if you... Nibaya, of course. No, but yeah, yeah, Nibaya. Yes. So no, that's that like next, one that my next story. Yeah. Is that why you got involved? Uh, yeah also okay. I mean there was some kind of serendipity like Purna Jagannathan got in touch sure. with me mm-hmm. saying that I don't know about you but I feel every girl who rose up in Delhi or in India has a story is that true you think I mean you would be surprised but so I li- I'm, I'm cutting you off only for one reason is because I lived in Delhi for two years mm-hmm. um, and I felt I didn't actually go through anything but I felt very insecure yeah through those 22 months yeah um, and when you it say is an that, insecure makes... time. Like it's almost like you know someone is always there, like one step behind you to grab you in that way, even psychologically or you know um, physically and emotionally. And it's always there, and it's just something that you know you fight, 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 and then you know there are these imprints of that anxiety that stays with you for a long time. Yeah. And especially like a cosmopolitan person, a professional like me, is still there because I'm just like, oh my God, you know, it's when you it's someone behind When you me. go back to Delhi now, do your parents live My parents live there, I wonder how. Yeah. But they live there, but they are extremely supportive at the moment, so they are really helping me uh, have you seen, support my have you family. Seen Delhi change over these years that you've been away that now um, that you go back or is there is I it mean, still so... happened when like 2012 right yeah. so did Delhi really change but then you know that kind of stuff like happens all over the world so that's what connects the dots yeah. for me really uh, it's not a Delhi problem it is a world, world problem, problem. Yeah. and uh, and it just so happens that demographic in Delhi what uh, is such that at the you know um it's it, it it was easier to you know point out sure. saying that oh my god it's the capital of rape and blah 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 but it it really yeah, not agreed. because you know I've heard like crazy stories from Atlanta and Houston oh, yeah. and you know uh, child anyway. sexual abuse or yeah. um, it's a world problem no exactly yeah. so there is no question that it is uh, it needs to be attacked from sure. every different sure. corner so the, the process of you being involved in Nirbaya and and how hard was that like portraying that character and being on stage and, and doing that see the character you know. is me and it's easier to hide behind a character sure. like rather than do your own testimony so I wouldn't say it was the most easiest ride but it was the starting off you know that uh, opening off like you know there are no shadows like following you yeah. was that the most real character you've ever played in your life it is yeah 100 percent. yeah sense, yeah so you must be closest to that yeah by far all of it okay is would you ever want to tackle something of that subject matter 
going forward as well? I mean, I mean, the you know, my rape story shouldn't be the only story as no, an actor. No, not I say, at all. But I, yeah, it, it's something I I stand up for. You know, yeah. such as sexual abuse is very, very. It's something I know deeply. Yeah. Uh, you know, the anxiety I suffer, I know deeply uh, at the moment. Yeah. I. Uh, you know, uh, so I lend a voice where there needs to be a voice yeah. for someone yeah. like me, and um, and and for the voiceless and the children, and you know, Great and then especially in India, we, you know, uh, the population is such that you know yeah. we're giving birth every second, and then yeah. there's a death every second, and you know, in the middle, like the the kids don't have a voice, and the older people don't have a voice, and you know, uh, and it's so. It, it it it's really really uh, crazy so i don't understand the whole way that the uh, that you know if there is a balance in any yeah. way and yeah. you know and that's something i want to understand as i grow up yeah and uh, so right now i'm just taking baby steps into just like voicing yeah was our DFW SAF edition of Ami Tuckered Out. Thank you to all the guests that we pinned down yes. during the after party and took them away from their drinks. But no, that was a lot of fun. Look, that was super fun. I think we should do something like that again. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to throw another film festival. I like it. Uh, yeah, we can do that <laughs> next year. Ami Tuckered Out Film Festival. Thank you to uh, our friends uh, Anar and Ban. And also Sean Parikh, who, uh, and keep your eyes out for uh, Bad Indians. Yes. And you can follow Sean uh, on Instagram uh, at Sean Parikh, S-H-A-W-N-P-A-R-I-K-H. Yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun. And also thanks to Priyanka Bose. You can follow her, of course. I think it's at... Priyanka Bose 20. Yeah. P-R-I-Y-A-N-K-A-B-O-S-E 20. So thank you so much. And you guys know where you can find us. Email us. Let us know. Uh, tuckered out at gmail.com. And you know where you can follow us. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All is the same, at Ami Tuckered Out, A-M-I-T-U-C-K-E-R-E-D-O-U-T. Anything else? Uh, no, you know what? Today I actually am tuckered out, so I am yeah. going to go take a nap now. Go take a nap. Yeah, but thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.